The latest consumer confidence numbers have come out and as you know on this channel we've been regularly keeping up to date with this number and it is not pretty. So why does confidence matter so much? Because it's similar to when you go out there and buy anything. For instance, if you go out there and you want to buy a KFC meal but you're not confident behind that decision of all that saturated fat but a little bit of that protein, then you're not gonna go ahead and purchase it. But if you're interested in what my thoughts are around the buying index, as well as what's happening with consumer confidence and how that affects property, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency, and financial freedom. As you can tell, I have two favorite things in my life. One is this black t-shirt and two is KFC. The truth is one cannot live without the other. But what's more important is you can't have consumer confidence falling through the floor and expect the economy is gonna be okay. We're starting to see some pressure around the unemployment and how employers are not advertising as much. And in addition to that, we're seeing retail spending just recording absolutely crappy numbers. We're in a per capita recession here in Australia and that's just getting the party started. Here's a consumer sentiment when it comes to major household items and dwellings. And what we can see is in the darker green color, we have now fallen through the floor. And I don't think we've ever seen levels like this. In the lighter green, that's for dwellings. And we can see this number just continues to fall. And now it's very similar to the numbers we saw in the 2008 GFC and still hasn't reached those levels of the 1990 recession that we had to have here in Australia. But a lot of the stuff that people are talking about, people that were old enough to have experienced that are saying it's starting to feel very similar. Now CBA, Commonwealth Bank of Australia is the largest bank here in Australia when it comes to mortgages and going out there and helping people buy property. Well, their latest home buying index has come out and you can see this completely free fall from the all-time highs around 170 to now down to below 100, closer to about 90. These are levels we haven't seen in the past five years. And that's absolutely wild to think about because if we don't have the intention to buy and we don't have people wanting to go out there, have the confidence to purchase a dwelling, that means the entire industry just falls flat. We already know that property listing numbers are down by about 5.2%. And so what we're seeing is the slowdown of the real estate industry as we slow down and it completely comes to a halt, the entire economy when it comes to jobs. And when it comes to real estate, the Australian government does not like it to halt. So what could be very interesting is later this year to see the banks start loosening up their liquidity and giving out a lot more money when it comes to home buying and home loans. And two, we could see the inevitable rate cuts because if this continues, then we will see people laid off from their jobs. We've already seen the construction industry go through so many bankruptcies over the last 18 to 24 months. That could slowly start spreading into the real estate industry as well. And as we know in Australia, it's quite large. Now you might be watching this video going, okay, consumer confidence is down, but when I go to the shops, everyone's there. And now when I'm gonna open homes, it's like packed. You gotta get in line just to get into a property. Over the weekend, we went to like five open homes just for the fun of it, because that's what I like doing. Yes, I don't have a life. Yes, we've already established this. But even when attending these properties, you can see there's lines and lines of people, massive groups going through, and that's not just for buying a property, it's also for rental properties. But that is a small snippet of what is actually happening in the wider economy. Now what we've got here is the consumption growth. In the black we have household spending indicator and in the orange we have national accounts. And what we can see is that this is completely slowed down again and we're getting below that zero level, which is super important because we really haven't seen that since the slowdown of the pandemic in 2020. This is a particularly interesting graph because we've seen Australian real GDP per capita continue to fall. And if we were to zoom in and see what's exactly happening here, we can see the trend is going lower and lower. And this is a very big cause of concern because where we just came from was very high levels. 
high levels of activity, which means it's like a rubber band. When you pull in one direction too much, you'll go the other way fairly quickly. So we need to help stabilize this economy and I think that's why we need to go into more sustainable practices and regulation. Australian per capita household consumption is also free falling. Yes, we had a bit of a decline and then start pumping in and around the time we got more stimulus in the system and the wealth effect kicked in. But as those rate hikes have increased, we start feeling the effects nine to 12 months afterwards. And that's what we're really seeing. And when you look at the last few times that we've entered a negative, we had pretty much the slowdown of the pandemic in 2020. And if you look at this, it's starting to look a lot similar to 2008 than it does to 2012 or 2020. We can see real household disposable income per capita has completely fallen off here from the highs that we saw in 2020, 2021, where nobody was spending any money, we got paid to stay at home. We are now back into that sort of average zone, but hasn't been at these levels since 2015. So that's a good eight or nine years ago where we've seen these numbers. According to Westpac, we have seen the sentiment decline by 1.3% to 81. But what's crazier is that this is the weakest January read outside of the early 90s recession. The only thing that could prop up confidence at this moment is the hope that we have rate cuts coming in 2024. But can you imagine what happens if we don't have those rate cuts in 2024 and instead we have higher levels of unemployment? That's when confidence will really get crushed, per capita spending will fall into an absolute depression and that's when we could have our worst case scenarios play out where we see potentially asset prices start to subdue and that growth evaporate over the next 12 months. I personally don't think that's the base case. I think the base case is that we have the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, and we continue as we go through this with asset prices increasing despite what the rates are doing. The rate cuts are just gonna fuel more demand into potentially higher prices in the market, and we don't have any substantial difference when it comes to construction of new homes. I think that's the base case. But I wanna know what your thoughts are. Let me know in the comments down below. Do you think we're gonna find ourselves in a tricky situation later this year? Some people are on the fence going, well, I don't know, it could be this, could be that. I'm a more optimistic guy and I think, yes, those who have assets will propel their wealth and it'll continue to grow. And those who don't, unfortunately, will feel the full brunt of what this recession could look like. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. If you have, smash that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks, guys.